okay. I'm just like, I was on your website and looking at everything again. And I'm just like, oh, you're so good. You're Thank so good. You. Thank you. I'm very lucky to have some killer, like insanely genius clients. I was going to say too, like, it doesn't hurt that these freaking interiors are outstanding. Obviously it makes me like, feel like I'm not worthy enough to work with you though. Cause I'm just like, holy shnikes, this is all gorgeous. It's okay. Like, well, that's like not true. You so good. So last night I was at, you know, do you know who Rebecca Hay is? Yes, I do. So I've she, never worked with her. No. So no. she last night had like a designer meetup, like for the first time. So a bunch of us okay. were there and I was talking to Rebecca, different Rebecca from RTG Designs. We have a shoot hey, scheduled in a couple you? weeks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, your name popped up last night. And I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to her tomorrow. <laughs> and I said that I was like pumped because I'm definitely going to work with you for my next shoot that I want to yeah. do. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, we're going to get started, okay? Okay. All right, guys, I'm here today with Lauren Miller, who is an interiors photographer here in Toronto. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I, I, okay, you, do you know Anastasia then from I, the Collective? So we've been very lucky to uh, collaborate on some client work together. So yeah. Anastasia was working with Ashley Montgomery, design, oh. who's amazing and genius and oh my God. fabulous. Um, and so Anastasia and I had this great chance to kind of like be passing images back and forth. Yeah. And she was handling her social for a bit, um, when she had her baby and she's amazing. Yeah. Oh my like, God. She's ridiculously genius. And I know it's so nice. weird. Cause that's how then you connected with me. Yes. And then that's how I found out about you. And then I was like, Oh my God, I obviously need to work with her. She's amazing. But yeah, it's so crazy because, well, first of all, I knew that she was working with um, Ashley Montgomery, right? And I had already been like, holy shit, like Ashley's amazing. And then, but it's crazy because of how, because she's in the States too. So it's, it's really amazing. Have you worked with Lemon Tree at all? I haven't. Um, I know they're further away, but her shop, like her curation is just ridiculous. I know. I need to go to her new shop for sure. She's a brick and mortar now. I know. And it looks so gorgeous. Oh, it's just so many goals. But anyway, okay. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your history then? Like how long you've been doing this and like how you started stumbled upon interiors and, and all that good stuff. So my origin story, like many semi-millennials is rambling (laughs) Um, and kind of... All the time in the world. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll condense it. Um, So I was a photojournalist. Um, That's where I kind of like cut my teeth. I worked for a US-based publication for any like business nerds, uh, Bloomberg News, which is based out of New York. Um, And for them, I was doing ton of stuff um tv as well as stills and actual like imagine real life print journalism which apparently people still do wait Um, when you say tv what do you mean by that like I was on tv talking about like oh "Oh, sex was just bought but like yeah it was um it was a look it was (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I was doing that for a couple of years along with working for publications like Toronto Star. Um, I had awesome opportunities with them to shoot some cool lifestyle content. I got to go to Coachella um, to shoot glamping tents. Oh, my God. Okay. 
What yeah. is Coachella like? Um, well, for like a late 20s married person, you're like a narc. But <laughs> it's like, it's incredibly amazing. It's- How old are you right now? I feel, are you in your 20s? Oh my gosh. No, I wish. Thank you. Okay, uh, I no, I'm in my early say, 30s. Like, how are you this outstanding? Oh, yeah. okay. So that's what you were doing. But that's hilarious. Yeah. I think that's so funny because I'm thinking tw- like late 20s, that's so young. But you're saying like at a Coachella, you're not. No, like you're like, oh my gosh, like I should be on like CPP. Like oh I need God. my pension to kick in right now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was amazing and had a lot of fun opportunities to travel and was just kind of doing that and focusing more on visuals and kind of going away from work and stuff. And eventually, it got to a point where I was like, um, like, I feel like the writing is a bit on the wall for um, working in house for a publication. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do my freelance thing and explore where that goes. So started a lot with food, um, which is super fun. And Is it fun? Is it hard to work with food? It is. Um, I think people are like thinking that you're kind of sitting there and just having these beautiful meals all the time, but it's like super hardworking crews. Um, long days, really fun. I still shoot uh, cookbooks and things like that. So that's a fun little toss in with interiors as well. Um, but it's, it's like hard work. Um, and so I was like doing some food, which evolves when you're working with restaurants, obviously they want visuals and interiors as well. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like I love spaces and have always been just like a design themed in my own personal life so it evolved from there and I started I think my first interiors client was Natalie Chong oh nice yeah she's like we met at an event she's like oh I have this space to shoot like do you want to shoot it and I was like uh okay and (laughs) that ran with HGTV on their blog and like social stuff so it's so awesome it's kind of went from there and that was I went out on my own Four years now, four years ago. That's amazing. And so do you, like, if you had to put a percentage, do you do a lot more interiors now than you do anything else? hundred percent. So I'd say, well, not a hundred percent of my work. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> I'd say yes. Um, so I'd say the work split is honestly probably about 60 to 75% interiors, depending on the time of year. Yeah. Um, and then toss in probably like 20% food and then, you know, that extra percent is like random stuff like product and fun. Okay. Like for example, I'm like, okay, guys, you have to go check out her website. I cannot, I just cannot with these (laughs) photos. It's lauren-miller.com. You're going to tell them at the end again anyway. But the first thing that comes up like right in the middle is this like beautiful, like red haired lady. And is that something that you, Oh, it's so beautiful. Is that something that you just did for you? Or is that like an editorial? Like what was that for? So I was shooting an editorial with, um, she's this like amazing stylist and sometimes photographer based out of Vancouver. Her name's Jillian Stevens. And she curated this like amazing scene at, um, you know, the milk shop. Yeah. So we shot in their apartment, which is like, if you don't know about it, please go to their Instagrams and creep it because it's insane. Wait, what? Where? What? Where? Where? What? So, milk is uh, like yeah. Go to that of, Instagram. Uh, That's what you're yeah, saying. I think they like Julie and John have their own grams um, oh. where they show a lot of their space and their life. Okay. Ridiculously beautiful and it's so funny. Cool. I don't think I knew how to say that. 
I didn't either until someone said it to me. Yeah, so I just don't feel no it. shame. Yeah. Um, so, okay, this is stupid probably, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, are you familiar with like artists at all? Like Andrew Wyeth? So she reminds me of like his muse. Mm. Um, Helga, I think is her name. I'm going to Google her. Mm. Okay, I'm going to send this to you afterwards. And maybe this, I don't know if she's going to like this, but you know what? They're both red haired and they have freckles, which I yeah. love obviously. But um, so when I saw it, it just very much reminded, I'm going to send you a picture after okay. of like what it <laughs> reminded me of. And I don't know why it just like is very beautiful to me. Anyway, I also like it because like the palette, I love like, I don't know if you intentionally do this, but I find that your palette is very kind of like natural, mu um, neutral and very autumn feeling and like a lot of like just natural colors. So is that kind of intentional that you like to work with interiors like that or just by default, those are the ones that you love the most. So that's what you've got on your portfolio work. So I find like my own personal aesthetic. Um, yeah, it's definitely like inspired by natural textures and yeah. probably doesn't have like a ton of color. Yeah. Um, in terms of the clients that I work with, um, you're probably seeing in social and even in my site, which needs to be updated. It's like on my list of winter. Oh yeah. I mean, um, right. Is you're seeing probably about 30% of the work. There's like beautiful stuff that like my own very type a brain. I'm like, Oh, this is a beautiful moody interior. So gorgeous. Amazing. Full of like the most stunning custom furniture, but it's like dark. Yeah. Moody. Yeah. Um, uh, am I going to put it next to something that's like airy, bright, California feeling? Probably not. Yeah. Um, the feed kind of does like evolve as we go through the seasons. And I'm like, I'm going to toss in something that's like maybe like an aubergine vibe. And then yeah. I play off of that. But I am definitely so happy when I get to work with interior designers who are doing stuff that's maybe like a little bit funky, a little bit darker. And so I love everything. Well, that's fine. I like right now I'm just, yeah, very drawn to everything on, like I'm looking at right here. I'm just like, this is all just, it's not a lot of what I've worked with. I've been as of recently, much more drawn to neutrals and creating and, and people get freaked out by that. And it's like bringing in color, but in a more like muddy, mm -hmm. like subtle yeah. muted kind of way, as opposed to like bright yellow or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit like for you, if, if you're working with a new, let's say you're working with a new designer, like for me, for example, when you work with me in the future soon, um, <laughs> What would be your advice to me on how to prepare for our shoot together? And what does that look like? Totally. Um, so my first piece of advice to people, um, especially if it's our first kind of go around together, I'm not sure what their history has been with working with other photographers or kind of what that vibe has been in the past. So I always say like number one item is this is going to take a lot longer than you think. Um, it's not like we're kind of walking room to room. I'm holding my camera in my hand. I'm like, yes, like one, two, three, four, <laughs> like eight snaps of the kitchen in 15 minutes. Like I wish that's how it was, but it's not. Um, it's a very careful, calculated, thoughtful process. Um, I like to kind of equate it to you didn't walk into this space and immediately turn out your design vision in yeah. minutes. So let's give it the the care, the thoughtfulness and time um, that your amazing work deserves. So um, yeah, kind of gauge your expectations and uh, 
it's going to take a while. Uh, so along with that, number two thing I would say before we even get into planning is I say like my commandment for all my interior design clients is thou shall put shooting rights into your design contracts uh, because I've had clients who we've shot the most incredible space, beautiful custom home, images are done. We're in there for a full day. My client has paid for everything. And then we go to pitch it and the client's like, no, you can't share my house publicly or put my house on your website or put my house on your social media. Oh, the client. Oh, right. I get you now. Yes. So I think no matter what project. Oh my, it's, we've literally been at the stage of like, we've been approved by a publication and designers so excited. I'm like, yes, great. Licensing rights for me. And then it's like, the client's like, no, I don't want anyone to see my home. And it's like, okay, which is fine. But something that you just need to maybe know before you pay to shoot a place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be so devastating. I've literally never had a client say no, aside from a client saying, no, please don't share the befores. And that's fair. Like, it's like hanging your dirty laundry more offended if you're not taking photos they're like 100% then don't you like my play yeah yeah Yeah. totally so I always tell people just because I've had a situation where that's happened before and I I need to know what your your sweater says province oh it says province okay super cute (laughs) yeah I got it oh my god like a million years ago I feel like everyone loves it so I yeah great Canadian brand This podcast is brought to you by Ultra Lux Linens, a 5,000 square foot showroom of gloriousness, guys. We're talking fabrics, wall coverings, bedding, towels. They're known for exceptional service and for being an expert resource for designers and decorators. And they just recently launched a workroom. And we're right now, as we speak, we are working on the drapery for my living room, my listening nook. That's right, guys. I have a listening nook, my kitchen, my bedroom, all of this stuff. As designers, I think it's safe to say that probably a lot of us, maybe not all of us, some of us are better at letting go, but a lot of us are control freaks. We are perfectionists. And when we're working with new vendors or tradespeople, you know, we we get nervous. We want to make sure that we're going to get what we expect. And after three years, I know only short three years of me doing this, I have definitely realized that it's so important for me not to assume anything. Anytime I've assumed something from a vendor or trade, I've been disappointed. So I've been really kind of, you know, emailing Jacqueline over at Ultralux Linens about, because it's the first time, guys, truth be told, it's the first time I'm doing my draperies with them because I've been using a previous vendor before. I had seen their product. They kind of took me through and the product looked great. So I was really excited to work with them. Now, I've, I have absolutely been sourcing all my fabric through Ultralux pretty much since I found them. The thing is, I still get really nervous. And one of the things that I really, really wanted to start is whoever was doing my draperies, and maybe this is common, but where I'd been previously doing my drapes, this is not how it had been done. And I'm probably not even going to use the right language, slash I'm not using any language whatsoever. But you know, when, you know, your drapes come, I, my drapes had been just being folded, kind of folded, flattened out and folded almost. 
But what I really wanted was the drapes to be kind of accordion folded so that they were being trained before they even got to my house because there's nothing I hate more than a flare on my drapes. I like my drapes to be clean, straight. Anyways, after some back and forth with Jacqueline, I decided to say, look, I'm really sorry. I'm a control freak. I apologize for the questions. I'm sure once we do it once, it'll be easier for me to be less uptight. Here's how she responded, and I so appreciate it. She said, no need to apologize. We actually like this better. We want the designers to be in control of what we produce for them. Once we establish a long-term relationship with a designer, we know what their expectations are, and there are less questions or need for discussion. So please do not hesitate to tell us what you want. It makes it, it makes it so much easier for us to do it right. And guys, she had no idea I was going to read that. This was not, this was not her sending me something to read on the ad. This is literally what she replied with. And I really, really appreciated. Well, first of all, her patience. I work with a lot of people. I, having been self-taught, it's so important to me that I work with people who are patient with me, who can help me understand why things are measured a certain way, done a certain way, or help just, you know, all of this stuff. So guys, if you want to learn more, go to ultraluxlinens.com or go check out the showroom in person at the Toronto International Design Center in Mississauga, Suite 202, second floor, Ultralux Linens. You'll talk to Jacqueline or Emily and be sure to let them know that Real Talk Design sent you. Not because they're going to treat you better because they're going to treat everybody amazing, but just so that they know that you heard, they heard, you heard about them from the podcast. Um, yeah, so something you can do in those situations, say you're working with like a super high profile or high net worth family, like I get it, like security is an issue. We take away all family photos, we don't shoot exteriors, it's something that doesn't have to be insurmountable if you have a client who's giving you a little bit of like nervous energy about that. So that, done. Now we get to go on to the fun stuff. Number one, style the space in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you don't want to stand there for an hour while I style oh like and I don't mind like I love a zhuzh I love a schlep like let's make this place like into your absolute dream and result of this project the thing that I always say is like if you're paying for like a half day to shoot two rooms don't make it a full day because we have to go in and we have to take off like 1500 books off of custom yeah like, built in yeah because like why that's just a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I can, I'm happy to help, but I'm sure like having a design assistant is a lot cheaper than having me help you schlep books. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, or like dust and stuff. So I say often to my clients, if you can try to get in the night before, or if we're doing just a couple of hours um, in an afternoon, go in the morning so that everything is kind of like pared down almost at the place where you want it to be in terms of styling. And then when we're on set and we're shooting tethered to my laptop, um, we can do small adjustments. Like, okay, no, that's like, I'm not loving the way that, that this pillow is playing with all the other colors in the room. Like, let's swap that out. So I would say that just gives you the most time with me to get the most out of your investment. Mm-hmm. I mean, say, Levy, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And we like make that work, but whatever. Makes sense though, for sure. Exactly. So... Another thing that's really helpful, give your photographer as much information as possible, some scouting photos. It helps us understand what the light in the room is like. Scouting photos. What does that mean? Take your iPhone. Like, okay. Literally. I do like that. It's kind of like, so basically, are you saying like, here's what I feel like I need this angle. Boom. Like a close up of this. Boom, 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 boom. So that you know what I'm looking to get as an end result or no? 
Not necessarily. It helps me understand how you see the space. It's not necessarily where I would go. What I want to see is like, do we have natural light? Okay. Is the natural light like blaring? Am I going to have to make sure that I'm bringing like a ton of scrims to deal with like pockets of natural light? Just kind of like understanding how I'm going to approach the day. It's always good to be like, okay, this is what we need. Maybe I'll make a recommendation of, you know, with shelving being like, okay, get all of that stuff off there. Let's maybe do objects instead of books or like a mixture of the two. Just kind of like approach the day. Everybody's on the same, you know, page. Um, Room breakdowns, give us a list. Okay. we can gauge our time most effectively which is great and give us a list like dining room living room bedroom is that all you mean pretty much and if there's like specific elements that are really key to your design vision like make sure that's up front like right from the get-go so say you did like a big custom mural and it's you know in a very weird spot in the house or maybe we wouldn't be shooting it as like a profile or like um feature image let me know that's something you did something you really like maybe pressed your clients like to take a risk on and you feel like it's really cohesive with where you want your brand and your aesthetic to go let's make sure that we figure out an image that really brings that to life and you can use it like at length Got it. um yeah so like a list with room breakdowns any like big key things that you want to make sure that we feature are really helpful and if you want to shoot exterior photos, like gardens, doors, whatever, let us know ASAP because exterior light is like crazy. Like it's changing all the time throughout the day. Oh, so you would probably be like, well, if we're doing that and you're facing south, like, or whatever, maybe exactly. certain time of day would be key kind of thing. Oh, I've literally showed up to shoot exteriors of houses, like in the summer at like six in the morning, if not earlier. Right. Like, looking pretty rough as it's so early okay and what about interiors do you give a shit about when what time of day you're just going to make it work with I think you call them scruffs oh scrims scrims <laughs> scrubs, I like that no, they're like these uh gauzy things that like yeah a little bit yeah okay. like I mean if you have a huge south facing um penthouse that has floor to ceiling windows we might need to be like a little bit you know careful with the time of day maybe let's err on the side of like earlier or whatever but again like just give us all the information you can okay direction you're facing what the light is like send us some snaps and then your photographer whether it's me or somebody else will help you go from there um have a good styling kit um amber interiors did like an amazing feature on this like i saw this and i was like yeah, Amber Interiors, Jesus, mother freaking Christ. It's my favorite stylist, shelf stylish. Ugh, I can't. Everything's my inspiration. Okay, what are you talking about? She did a what and where can I find it? Is it on a blog? I think so. So she did a feature of saying like, here's all the stuff I bring with me to a shoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really helpful. So she has things on there like... Add to cart. Yes, like a steamer. If you have like linen drapery, whatever, or beds, my God, like the amount of time I've spent steaming beds. Yeah. Hooks. What what kind of hooks? Uh, They're like those little sticky, you can like put a, stick something on the wall and hang art, but you're not like. Well, thank you for this hot tip. Love it. Okay. 
um, Dyson portable vacuum doesn't need a cord. Um, and then she just talks about the importance of having like live elements. So whether you're having bread and fruit and, you know, whatever, those soft touches, signs of life that kind of tie into the same, um, color palette or aesthetic of the space that you've created. Cause it's like, you want to make it feel like a little lived in. You want to create a bit of a story because we're selling as much as it's the, the actual like hard elements of a space. You're selling a story of like how you can take something, a space that somebody lives in now doesn't feel like is their home. Give it life, give it love, give it warmth with your spin. Mm-hmm. So let's make it look like a home, not just yeah. like here's basically like elevated real estate photos. Yeah. Um, for creatives like us, we want that next layer of story, which is going to take you as a designer from the place of like, oh yeah, that's like a nice kitchen. Cute. I'm seeing it on Instagram and scrolling by to like, oh shit. That is like, yeah, I'm feeling this girl. I'm feeling her point of view. Right. I love it. Mm -hmm. So soft touches are key. Signs of life also key. What else should I say? Uh, I have a list because I like it. I I love a list. Okay. (laughs) So just because a client didn't go for like your final soft touches, Mm -hmm. right? You get to the end of a project budget. Sometimes, you know, you had some contingencies that got eaten up by some structural thing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you can't shoot the space in the way that reflects your ultimate vision at the beginning so what I recommend people do is something called a pull and return go to places like Zara Home, HomeSense, CB2 uh, anywhere with like a decent return yeah policy pull what you want for the day we shoot it and then it goes back or you can say to your client hey this is like literally what your home could look like it like you're literally walking through it perfectly styled the amount of times that I've seen like my clients, clients go through and be like, okay, hey, I want that, 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 and that done. Yeah. It's so amazing. I mean, it's, it's so true. Like I'm, I don't do a lot of renovations. I do mostly decorating. I'm starting to dabble into more renovations now, but I'm lucky in that that's what I do because a lot of designers who have renovations they run out of money. Like my own house, for example, I ran out of money now that I've done a renovation. But so for me, it's great because they hired me to decorate. And a lot of the times I have very healthy budgets to style. And it's always like, I'm going to style like crazy, exactly how I think I should. Mm -hmm. And then I say, anything you don't like, you can return. And I would say nine times out of 10, people are like, no, we're going to keep all of this. All of this is perfect. Yeah. So once they see it, they would totally be like, well, shoot. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and keep this. It's like, okay, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get yeah. what you meant. Yeah. Because exactly. otherwise it's just a freaking room with beautiful finishes. Like really there's, to me, the styling is everything and the furnishings mm-hmm. and the layers and the this and the that. Like otherwise, like, yeah, cool. You have a beautiful room with beautiful finishes, but there's no personality. There's no anything really other than beautiful finishes. Exactly. Yeah. You want to bring in the warmth. and Yeah the human, human life. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, I know that there are some designers who the idea of like styling a space is like going to the dentist. It's not, Oh, you should send them enjoy. to me. Get them to hire me. <laughs> yes. So the thing is, is you can hire that out to people yeah. very easily. Uh, there's a ton of 
incredibly talented interior stylists who um, work almost exclusively for editorial publications um, in the city and they work freelance. There's amazing people like Morgan Lindsay, Christine Hanlon. Um, I'm going to Google them. I'm going to in- look them up on it. They're both amazing. Who's the other one? Christine Hanlon. So- Love it. I, I mean, I know I, I was talking to a designer last Friday for like the podcast and he was saying his last shoot, he hired a stylist and he said it was amazing. I'm very like, that's the part that I think I'm best at. So I'm like, and I'm continually evolving obviously and learning, but um, I, I'm like, no man, I, I want that to be my thing. But I also like, I would, I'm going to follow these ladies to so see if I can be inspired by them and learn from them. But, um, but you're so right. I have definitely talked to some designers who are just like, I want nothing to do with the decorating and the styling and exactly like sort of having those like finer little bits and yeah. it, because it can become like very fussy and very like particular like sometimes we and take it's an- like not all styling is created equal like sometimes I'm like beautiful room but this styling is falling a bit flat it's a hot ass mess yeah so yeah it just totally depends on your strengths and your budget also because yeah. they do cost money um and your project like where you want to take it so just something to have in your back pocket if you are a person who's like eh, not into that love construction I love like those earlier stages of a project but not into soft touches I don't want to be like cascading lemons around like that's not my vibe that's totally fine we can help with that yeah um and another thing that's important is like just because you designed it and you touched it in a home doesn't mean you have to shoot it um good one maybe you did a kid's room that went off the rails because you know kids love crazy colors and you're like this is cute I like love this space but is it something I want to show to future clients and be like let's replicate this let's like this is what I can do for you yeah like let's just put out more of what we want to get more of as opposed to like if you hated the project and you're not super pumped like don't put it out there then don't it's like yeah put it agree agree you know and there's no problem with that so that's another thing um yeah I don't know I feel like I just rambled does that all no that was amazing (laughs) I have a question about um horizontal versus vertical pics right so you know like I in theory it seems like horizontal photos sometimes get more in but with Instagram I Mm. freaking loathe when I see a horizontal photo used in Instagram. And I also don't love when it's cropped perfectly square. It's like a hard peeve of mine. So what, what is your, like, do you try to focus more on vertical or do you just let the room dictate how, what you need to do there? So I'm kind of, have like two minds about this. So obviously it depends on what your focus is for shooting, right? If you're shooting for web, most standard website templates are going to be like, all I want is horizontal. Yeah, you're right. Which is why it's so important as a designer who's maybe trying to elevate your brand to find website templates that kind of lean you towards a bit of more versatility. So we were talking about Anastasia, her amazing, and I swear she doesn't pay me, templates. I know, right? Are amazing, are fantastic. Or my podcast, actually. Yeah, no, her templates are awesome. They're so great because they have that versatility of working in both horizontal 
and vertical images. Because to be honest, if your intent of shooting a space is to have it published, the vast majority, think about the shape of a magazine. Yeah. That's where, like, that's vertical, baby. Like, that's portrait orientation. Yeah. So I find sometimes, especially in Toronto homes, which are often quite narrow, yes. vertical makes the most sense. Granted, if a space lends itself to a horizontal slash landscape orientation, then it can sometimes be very uh, dramatic and dynamic. So literally just put out um, photos of this project yesterday. Uh, one of my clients, Ashley Botton, I think yeah, like, I saw that Ashley. too. And I was like, damn. I, so I'm new into this space. Like I used to be a marketer. So there's still like names that are still popping up to oh, me yeah. that I like, I just recently learned about her. I think from your, yeah. or, like your, uh, whatever Instagram. And I'm just like, Oh, freaking hell. So amazing. We're so lucky. Um, so we shot this amazing space for her that had this very dynamic pink couch. And I was like, we have to go horizontal with this. Yeah, that's how we're getting the story here. And with the like the proportions with the height of the ceiling and the width of the space, it made so much more sense to shoot that way. Granted, I like to shoot both. Um, just so Ooh, are you saying like you you will try your best to okay, if we're going to take a horizontal version of this, I'm also going to try to get you a vertical version so you have that flexibility. Exactly. Where um, it works. Yeah, I like to do that personally. You're and not going to force it. No, if it's like, girl, there's no room. We can't. <laughs> like, you're going to be getting like just tons of wall. And yeah, you're not getting anything interesting. Things. Yeah. Then I'm gonna be like, I mean, I can do it, but you're there's not going to like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, with social, um, you want to be taking up the most space on somebody's scroll. So that's why shooting portrait or vertical orientation is probably going to lend best to just catching somebody's eye. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really about if what's the purpose of us sharing our work on Instagram is to have somebody stop and go, Oh, okay. I'm seeing this. It's catching my attention. The best way you're going to do that is by giving yourself the most real estate. So I usually recommend that people uh, go for the vertical option. Also to add to that, um, apparently if people stop like Instagram knows Somebody's stopping and is staring at your picture for a while, which is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, all right. So I get, I'm going to add then, like, for the people who are, if you're going to invest in a photographer, mm-hmm. it's really important to know what you're going to use the photos for. So if you're trying to make sure you're, if you're trying to get a photo for your main page mm-hmm. of your website, then make sure that you're getting the right um, proportions. What is the word I'm looking for right now? Uh, like dimensions and stuff. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, orientation was the word I was looking for. <laughs> word finding <laughs> issues. Um, but also another thing I find too that is helpful and for me something that I is like sometimes a struggle. Sometimes when you're using a, a horizontal photo on your homepage and you're trying to layer a logo in and the logo is white, it's important to try to make sure. So maybe tell your photographer too, like, hey, this is where it's going and I'm contending with the logo. Something with some negative space in the middle that allows my logo to like not be amongst a chaotic mess behind it is helpful and difficult. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's so wonderful if someone is like, I need like space for text. Cause I'm like, yes, awesome. We can do that. Yeah. Um, and with the last, like I'm most photographers now, professional photographers are using 
um, like this amazing software called Capture One, which allows you to like shoot, you can see like a live, um, I don't know, rendering is the wrong word. Is, is it like, like an overlay like of what might need to yeah. go on it? So oh. we could take like a pic, like you can take like a picture of what your maybe like layout is going to be. And then we can, as we're styling, as we're moving stuff, we can be like, okay, cool. Like this is kind of what it's going to look like. Let's be sure we're like giving a bit of room for this logo. That's something totally, I mean, I do it. I don't know what other people But that is huge. Oh my God, I didn't know that. That's a great tip. So totally. Hey, photographer, do you use this software? And if so, then a really good way to get really good bang for your buck because you're making sure you get exactly what you need. Exactly. And like that the styling is literally kind of like leading you maybe to like some very important text. Um, With that, just like make sure to discuss that with your photographer, like you said, beforehand and provide them with the files that they're going to need to be able to do that for you on site. But it can be super useful. And it's like the more planning you kind of do if you're coming up to like a website refresh, the better it's going to be because then we can make everything look super intentional and thoughtful and focused and fire. Love. Oh my God. I can't wait to work with you. Um, So the, okay. My next question is this. So I only recently, and I'm not going to name names. Like I love her. She's great and whatever, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, you know, I was saying to Rebecca RTD design last night. I'm like, look, I I feel like it's important for me to explore my options because we were talking about how it feels like you're cheating. Like if you, like I was working with somebody else before and I said like, okay, I wanted to evolve to a place where I knew, I think you, you're tethered or whatever, where it's like, I'm looking at the picture and I'm making sure, because I, before I would get photos, which she's amazing, the photographer I was working with. And I think for like a specific type of photo, it makes sense because it's a little more affordable, but I was never seeing the photo. So I'd get it and I'd be like, oh shoot, like I had to move that over to layer it a bit or whatever. So I was kind of looking for that. Right. So, and I've done that a few times now. Um, but I, I basically also want I really, really love about that photographer was that she would take, I don't know what you call them, but like the close-up shots of like the little vignettes and like, how do you incorporate stuff like that? Because it seemed like with the photographer I'd worked with, those seemed like a little, like she wasn't super excited to do those. And it seemed like a pain in the butt. So do you do those as well? Um, And is it holding the camera a different way? Or are you still like setting the shot on a tripod? And so it definitely depends. Um, Like, I do love doing those kind of like little bits. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when it's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, and again, it depends on like kind of your lighting situation as well. Like sometimes you can shoot it freehand and it looks amazing. Yeah. Like it's summer. There's tons of light. Sometimes we have to shoot a little detail and it's like February at three 30 and it's like, Hey, we have to like light this like we would everything else. So I think as long as like, because those small details and elements can sometimes be just as impactful as your big room shots. So I, I shot agree. something for um, Melanie Hay. Do you know her? She's like amazing. She's yeah. like, I just started working with her like last week and she's so wonderful. So we were shooting this gorgeous kitchen that she did. And one of the photos we wanted to do was she kept this amazing slab for the kitchen. And so we did like a nice little vignette. Like I was literally like stand. It was my food photography vibes coming. Yes. Getting up on top of this island, taking a beautiful shot of it was, I think we had beets or something. Um, so it's just talking with your photographer about it and 
seeing their approach and making sure you make time for those shots. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes a little more complicated than like, I'm just going to take this big rig off of my tripod and like wander around and get like 30 amazing little vignettes. So again, depends on your light, your space, what they have to shoot and your timing. So Okay, cool. Love that. And do you ever, um, do you ever roll in? Okay. I also wouldn't, Normally I feel like I'm too sweaty because it's an intense day of like moving this here and moving this here. So I'm like, I don't, and I just feel like I've been rushing and I never did my hair and I didn't do my makeup. But if, if do you ever have clients who are like, we're going to shoot a bunch of interiors and then I'm going to get, I would love to get myself in a few because it's good to have pictures of yourself and your website. Totally. Um, so you yeah. can roll that into the same day and just get a few scratches like that. I like often will encourage my clients to do that. Um, again, Natalie Chong is like the queen of this. If you follow her on Instagram, you know, like that girl is the queen of an outfit. She's a queen of a moment. Yeah. Um, And we will always like shoot a beautiful space. And then then she's just in a linen suit all of a sudden. I know. Well, because she looks like perfect every time. I never look like (laughs) that. I'm like, I really need to take photos of myself too if I was always pulled together so perfectly. Gosh. Like, so I do recommend it because it's great to show your face on your feed. Yeah. Great to show your face when you're about me. Like everybody wants yeah. to know about you if they're going to be paying for you. Yeah. So it really depends on your preference. Uh, shooting it first thing, if you're a person like me who tends to get a little like sweaty as they schlep. A little dewy. Yeah, exactly. A little moist. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a good thing to discuss with your photographer just to make sure that we have that time incorporated into the flow of your day. Okay, so let's talk about that then. What would be, if, okay, because a lot of people are like, oh, I feel a little awkward about these photos. What would be your tips? Like, and how do you help loosen people up to not feel so awkward? Because it is sometimes awkward for some. Oh, right? I mean, it's, it's weird. It's weird yeah. to have your face. Like, uh, yeah. Unless you're like, um, you know, you're like a pure Leo. I'm like yeah. very into astrology. I'm totally a Leo, but yeah. Um, and you're I'm so awkward see, getting your picture taken. Usually, no, it's like, so I'm, yeah, I am my asking. I'm, I am. I am asking for other people listening oh, okay. as well. But but I I would take me a bit to warm up. Like I'm more really? of a like I don't want to pose like a friggin' model or anything. But I want to no. be like I'm just gonna want to be quirky and try to show my personality that way. Yeah, which I'm totally into. But um, but it is a bit awkward if I'm being honest. Like it is a little bit. Oh, 100. Sure. percent Like it's a weird phenomenon to kind of model yeah so what I would say to people is so what I do is number one like we're having a conversation as I take pictures of you yeah right um we're like having a laugh having a chuckle having a relax also I find it helps to like shoot you within the context of your space right so it's not just like oh there's like this beautiful picture of this woman I have no idea what the context is like if I see it somewhere I'm like oh okay she's in this beautiful space she has like sort of a possession she's like maybe like interacting with the space a little bit yeah I'm understanding what you're trying to tell me about the story of this person so maybe it's doing some shots of you judging a space if the light I love when you say zhuzh zhuzh it's my favorite word and surprisingly it starts with a j which people, it's like a French word. I don't know. I don't know where I got it. But I've been using it for years. I know. I love it. It's perfect. I love so it. So perfect. Um, yeah. It's like having some movement often takes away a little bit of those nerves where you're like, I'm standing here smiling. I feel like I look crazy. Yeah. And it's 
don't know. Like, it's going to be weird, but just know you're going to feel awkward, but your photographer is going to make you look good. So I love it. That's, that's why we pay you the big bucks, right? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Make me look good. <laughs> make me look good. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I am just so excited. I'm, I can't wait to work with you. I'm so excited too. So I don't know what project or when, but it's happening absolutely soon and <laughs> it's gonna happen I can't wait um is there anything else we didn't talk about that you think is important oh oh like so one last question is when we're working with you because I know you can only speak for yourself how many pictures can people expect like you know from a half day or you know on average mm, so it really I'm a bit like always remiss to like put a number to it but it depends on a couple of things. Depends on the space and the complexity mm-hmm. of the design and the size of the space. Depends on you. Because some people, it's like one and done. They've styled the space. We get set up. Maybe we make one or two zhuzhs for light and then we're done the shot. Some people are like, I want to like make sure literally every single branch on this big thing yeah, that I put in here me. is exactly where I want it. Yeah, and tons of people are like that. Um it depends on that because that affects your pacing. Yeah. Um, I'd say usually for half day, I'm getting people like minimum of like 10 to 15 images. Okay, cool. of like If you're motoring, I mean, and I only speak for myself and this is incorporating sometimes like portraits and sort of smaller yeah. vignettes, upwards of like 20, 25. But, well, and you know what I realized too was like I was doing it the other way and I would get like a crap ton of photos. Yeah. But what that would do would be like, oh God, I have to pick which one I think is the best. And then I'm like yeah. mentally struggling on like, yeah. oh my God, which ones? There's too many. I'm overwhelmed. And it's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, just get the photos that are the most impactful, as beautiful as they are. You don't need to get every single angle and nook and cranny in a room, right? No. And that's something that's so important um, for people to realize is like, you don't need a zillion photos of your spaces. Yeah. And if you're careful and smart with the way that you use your images, they can go so far. Like there's so many resources for like editorial planning and like the way to use your images through Instagram. I mean, Anastasia, again, I swear I'm not on her bill. Like I know she is amazing. Cut you checks every month, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. That American money. I'm living. I love it. Um, No, she has amazing resources for you guys in terms of like, literally she has a blog post. Um, I send out these like photo use guides to my clients when they get their deliveries from me that gives them all these resources. One of them is a link to her post, which is like, what to do when your photos come in. Yeah. I'm I'm going to add this to like an email out to my subscribers. It's true. She did say this on my podcast. She said something like, I I never really thought of this. She's like, if you have a high enough res photo, you can crop that like 10 different ways. Okay. Maybe it wasn't 10, but you can crop that down a bunch of different ways to create the illusion of, of a different angle or a close up Mm. or whatever. Which and I was like, oh, well, being enough yeah. and having a diversity. If you've posted a photo like three months ago, there's no guarantee that all of your followers saw oh, that Oh, for sure they didn't. Yeah. I recycle like a mad woman yes. now and I just don't care. I'm no shame. that's smart. Yeah. Make it is more- smart. Like you're getting more bang for your buck because nobody saw that. Like with the level of the algorithm and all yeah. that, like yeah. most people are not seeing it. So yeah. Exactly. So like... Just make that stuff work for you. Um, And I mean, on kind of like the Instagram vibe, photographers are 
definitely were like the biggest sticklers for Instagram etiquette in quotes. Um, just because we do retain the ultimate ownership and intellectual property rights to our photos. So part of your agreement and payment structure with your photographer is you're paying for their day rate. And then lumped in is usually like licensing for like your use for your website, your social, your in-house printed and produced materials, all that kind of stuff. If a third party wants to use the photos, okay, publication, and say like you tag a, I don't know, like a, a light fixture person yeah. who creates these beautiful lights. And they're like, great, I want to use that image and I want to put it in an ad that goes in Architectural Digest. It's like, that's freaking great. But you have to come to me and basically like you buy the image. Yeah. So what happens on Instagram is that sometimes it's just like the Wild West. You post an image and it's like repost, 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 repost. And then all of a sudden, like... Your name's gone. Yeah, gone. Your name is gone as well as mine. So I always say to my clients, the more information you can put in when you post, like say, like photographed by, designed by me, this is not an ins- like an inspiration shot. Yeah. Um, and like talk about your own design process and it's just going to be good for you then we can just set ourselves up for the best situation where we have control over the images. I feel like I send out, like, I try, I like don't want to be passive aggressive about it. Like I'll like message people who I see are using my images being like, Hey, can you like update with uh, credit for my client and myself? Yeah. Um, Just because it's like, we're all out there. You're paying me and you're like using your own time and you're buying all these props and you're doing all this stuff to create that content. And let's just like, I'll make sure we're being like super polite to each other. And if someone else paid to produce this, let's like honor them and make sure that like they continue to get. Yes. And, and that is your, the, you're a photographer. Your, your product is the photo. So yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest. I think now I'm like, you know, it's the same thing when I was talking to Anastasia about like, there, I did something that was fully like poor Instagram etiquette unrelated to, well, no, it was related to credit, but not photography. But regardless, it was like ignorance on my part. And then I was like mortified. But every now and then too, I will, you know, oh, post an Instagram photo mm-hmm. as a inspiration mm-hmm. and I'll tag for sure the designer, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm like blasted because I never want anybody. I'm like, this is inspiration, totally. right? Yeah. But I don't always put the photographer. So that's something I'll make sure to do for sure going forward and never be lazy about it or not try enough to get that. I think it's like, as long as we're all like trying to do our best. Yeah. Then it's, you know, there are times and it's never like an angry conversation. I'm just usually like, hey, like I took this picture. Do you mind like editing me? And then because most people are like, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Literally, I trying to be dicks, have but. had one conversation with out of the like literal hundreds of this same script where it was anything other than like, oh my gosh, yes, great. I've like booked people through that. Like yeah. they're like, oh my God, I love your work. Like, yeah. and then they have been great clients of mine because it's just like a little introductory conversation. Yeah. So it's never anger or whatever. We're, this is Wild West. We're all just like trying to fight our way. Yeah. yeah. So just like be nice. Yeah. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. Exactly. Basically, like really, like I would want my name to have been put there. So like, let's just assume that other people want that too. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, 
we're all taking pictures of like upholstered chairs. No one's dying. Like, yeah, we're not curing cancer. Exactly. Like, let's just all have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Be nice where we can. Exactly. What a beautiful way to end it. (laughs) Tell everybody where they can follow you. And like, guys, be ready to be wowed. (laughs) Uh, So Instagram is L.O. Miller photo um hello for people who are like in their early 30s like we all watched laguna beach people uh, yeah low is a nickname for lauren like yes guys, is your middle name like octavia or something I'm like no but <laughs> nickname is low did you watch the new hills oh my gosh no i haven't yet i'm like a little bit afraid you know? it, it, it lost a little bit of his is uh something something that I had it's before but I fully watched yeah. the shit out of it I watched every single episode and then I definitely listened to like a podcast it was um Stephanie Pratt and uh Wells who hosts the it's called the Pratt cast oh and my so God. it's a recap of the show after As a podcast. I mean I yeah I listened to a lot of like recap podcasts about reality tv that I watch because oh it's like God. easy listening I don't have yeah. to be actively listening for like business advice, no. but yeah, I fully watched it. And I think they're, I think they signed on the second season. Um, of course they did. So I gotta funny. be honest, Justin Bobby. Oh, JB. He's hot, man. He was like, I don't him. think I understood his hotness back then. And now yeah. I'm like, <sighs> that guy has got a little something, something. I love a scruffy brunette for people who know my his husband. eyes. Oh that's his vibe and now, he's just got such a swagger man he does he's a badass he is why we love him jb oh my um, god he wore docks on the beach remember that yes oh my Lowe god said it. i think it was low he did she's no, like lauren yeah no it, yeah lauren you know what because there's also low her friend the friend not yeah. lauren conrad but her friend low so lauren conrad and Low Bosworth were besties. So that's why Low Bosworth went by Low because there was another one. Got it. Yes, that is the Low you're referring to. Yes. Okay, good. That's what I thought because I thought maybe I was like, oh, maybe anyway, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Nobody, everybody turned this off, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you, told, you said Low Dash. Yeah. So it's like Low Miller Photo on Instagram. And then website is Lauren Miller.com. And it's amazing. I'm so glad that you reached out to me. I'm very, very excited. I like, I'm so stoked about this. So how awesome is she? And if you haven't yet, seriously, go to her Instagram. You're going to die. She's wildly talented. The designers she works with are wildly talented. It's just absolutely amazing. So guys, if you liked this episode... You know the drill. Please leave me a review. I'd love to get to 100 reviews. How amazing would that be? We're also gearing up on 50,000 downloads. So the more people you tell, the more likely I'll be to get there. I'd love to get to 1,000 audience members. I I hit 1,200 at one point uh, when the Identity Collective was on because her audience is massive and it was such a wicked podcast, but it kind of went down again. So tell your friends, tell everybody, if you want to follow along behind the scenes where stuff that I don't even share on the podcast because it's like legit behind the scenes of what's going on with me, my business, exciting things to say the least, go to Michelle Bennett, sorry, no, lies, go to Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett And if you want to get some inspiration in your inbox, guys, real talk, real short in your inbox, go to michellebennett.com slash real talk. 
literally just sending you some little nugs along the way, things that I find wildly inspiring and keeps me going that I want to share and, and kind of pay it forward on. And what else, guys? I think that's about it. Follow us on Instagram, realtalk.designpodcast. I don't know. That's not accurate. I should really... It would be really good if I could know the name, the podcast handle. It's realtalkdesign.podcast. Go follow us there. Follow me, michellebinette.design on Instagram as well. Um, there's some behind the scenes. Well, not really, but you know, there's stuff in there too that's fun and my highlights and stuff. And I think that's it, guys. I can't wait till next week when I get to do this all over again. And this has gone off the rails. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. You should tell um, uh, Ashley Montgomery that she should do my podcast. Oh, I will. Just saying. Oh, I'm going to give my calendar. I can talk to her about it. I'm really trying to get more local people. Yeah. Um, and it's a little harder because most people just don't reply to my, my messages, um, <laughs> which is fair. With her literally on the 22nd. So I'll talk to her about it then yeah, when I see her. You know, just be like, hey. You might get a little DM from a Michelle Bennett who might want you. I mean, no pressure, obviously. I know it's not for everybody, but you know, she's into it. Um, do you follow Meg Cassidy? I do, I do, I do, but I'm sorry, everything's getting a little blendy right now. It's it's like you can't keep it straight anymore. Meg Cassidy, that I definitely do. Really, I see her work. I will be reminded. She's a Toronto gal. Oh yeah, very, very chic. Yeah, I love her. She's also just like so lovely and kind of went through the process of going from like influencer to designer. So Oh is oh is that hers? This is her? I I thought that was Ashley Montgomery because I was looking at it on your website and I'm like, I've seen this before. Yes. I kept thinking it was Ashley Montgomery. Oh yes. Yeah, her work is sickening so yeah. good oh yeah okay I see her face now she's freaking gorgeous okay yeah, yeah. Such a sweet sweet soul if she yeah I mean if you think she'd be down in chat with me I don't yeah, I think maybe but yeah yeah she's definitely amazing gorgeous Jesus oh mm-hmm. so good yeah okay amazing 